Hello, I'm Dr. Shubhana, co-faculty for the College of Health Sciences and Public Policy at Walton University with a joint faculty appointment at Ross University School of Medicine. And in this um, lecture, I'm going to be going over qualitative GIS, but more specifically understanding how we can empower cities um, in order to effectively use um, geospatial technology. So um, there's some caveats you have to figure out when you're applying this to from a global perspective to the local perspective. So the nuances I'll be going over. So um, here I um, talk about um, specific um, areas of geospatial context, um, and not just qualitative uh, geospatial, but more urban sovereignty perspective. So the idea is that um, larger companies, uh, digital companies, are um, starting to um, hone in on the local levels and in order to um, pull communities um, out of its uh, bootstraps and be able to um, understand how that takes place. But I'll make it clear um, as this continues. Um, so objectives will be going over digitally mediated urban space. So the interesting aspect of this um, is that geospatially you can understand that urban space. Um, and built environment is um, part of this. So digital urbanism, smart cities, smart citizens, and then digital sovereignty. So it's not to say that um, geospatial considerations um, are only digital but and are suppressing um, citizens. That's not the case. But we're trying to understand how um, digital sovereignty can empower citizens to be able to then maneuver around smart cities and um, be uh, empowered from the smart cities and empowered from becoming a smart citizen. Let's go over what that really means. Um, so um, digital mediated urban space, this is an example on the right of a, uh, of a modern city. Graham and Cook um, talked about an augmented reality about 10 years ago and even more critical approaches. Um, spatial um, evidence, um, excuse the error, um, evidence in differential uh, uh, context, so different geographical contexts ca categorized as even geolinguistic groups. Um, so linguistic um, and linguistic commonalities between one city and the next um, can provide um, this sort of community building um, in specific environments. So still continuing onward with digitally mediated urban space. So, so Sean Graham accurately articulated this hybrid space by saying as much as the city has been conceptualized as the correlate of the road so um, so the city has been has to be uh, conceptualized beyond just the road um, so now it may now reveal itself as the correlate of the optic fiber so even um, a lot of the web doctor visits um, um, a lot of the different um, interfaces that were initially face-to-face um, uh, -face have become digital. Um, and so let's not ignore that. That's what the point is here. So digital urbanism, many studies demonstrate this concept and the idea is new forms of city management control and power relations are being aligned through digital technology. So it would be in our folly to not be able to um, include that. Um, digital urbanism affecting new modes of government. Well, 
Uh, digitalization has opened the way for new players to enter the political field and city. So I uh, highlighted some of those. Um, from big tech corporates and digital experts to unfortunately, I, I have to say this, but hackers. Um, large digital companies applying information communication technologies may be in conflict. Um, and they may be in conf conflict with uh, some of the large digital companies um, and information communication. Um, so some of these is thought of as a cure-all for today's cities, many pressing problems. Um, and that um, large digital companies are the only ones capable of collecting, producing and applying urban data. But when they do so, the commodification of urban data becomes even more. Um, and, and of course, there's lucrative opportunities there, but I need to explore those more. So smart cities, um, the unprecedented level of data collection and the concentration of power in the hands of a small number of tech corporates, oligopolies have raised critical privacy concerns for citizens. So Shoshana Zuboff, 2019, um, has been active in this area and warned about um, in her surveillance capi capitalism thesis about some of the caveats. Um, she raises concern that computing and commodifying behavior data. So com it's computing and commodifying behavior data is going beyond just interfering. Um, with our behavior in our everyday lives to determine that everything from that to determining and redirecting desirable and, and undesirable ways of living. Um, let me give you an example. So um, when there's um, your your car is being um, uh, is measuring the distance between yourself and passing um, vehicles. Um, so you're, you're able to, in this situation, um, redirect an undesirable crash to a desirable outcome where there is no crash. Um, so these are uh, desirable ways and that smart cities are and um, uh, vehicles can be a smart. But if, it's, if there's an undesirable way of living, then, then that um, is more of an individual level and a community level than what some of these can um, apply or elucidate. So smart cities, state corporate partnership regime has been critically analyzed by the same traditional geographic accounts that have been used for mega project peers such as neoliberal development. So neoliberal development is um, uh, some of, in some ways related to gentrification and the devaluing of certain properties um, in terms of redlining and um, other aspects of that. But um, if we look at um, some of the smartness um, that is being, um, if you make, um, apply this in, in an effective manner, then geospatial components can amplify um, the uh, community local level interventions and provide an impetus um, to understand and then um, transform uh, regular types of understanding and gaps. Um, so smartness, apolitical, pragmatic, and rational com common territory. So um, there is in smart cities, there is a tendency to present the urban in smart urban 
as a blank canvas upon which powerful, sophisticated technology be applied. So there is a um, uh, logocentrism, as I call it, uh, among larger um, companies to um, kind of think of city environments as nothing there. Um, and that really oversimplifies and um, made to work. It, it works in some very straightforward, useful uh, new ways, but um, it's important to understand translating urban problems into universal techno problems can be problematic. Um, to be solved with, while overlooking the challenges that each city faces at the grassroots level and the political implications of digital me mediated for local companies, um, it may be in some ways problematic. But um, if we think of concept of smart citizen, citizen can be understood as a mild version of resistance to our tech capitalist smart cities. This can serve as a core idea in this debate generally refers to civic engagement via technology. So that engagement via technology is um, especially important and has been pervasively backed by public institutions as a policy vision in which urban citizens are encouraged to play a key role in the collective production and administration of the digital city. Um, so this is smart citizens, um, public institutions as a policy vision um, in which urban citizens are encouraged to play. Um, platform urbanism, what's that? Well, Amazon, Google, Uber, and Airbnb have um, deeply embedded in themselves in urban life so much so that um, these are platform urbanism. So Amazon um, being many different ways, not only now uh, shopping, um, uh, interface, but also interfaces that uh, are platforms that are um, for music um, and many different facets of life. Um, and, and Google has has done the same thing with speakers. Um, so that this leads to platform um, urbanism. Um, now again, the lack of understanding about the current pattern and future trajectory of platform urbanism has raised concerns among some geographers who have been um, who have been former critics of smart cities and techno capitalist digi di digi digitalization within cities. Um, now are um, are understanding this complex concept um, in their own research. So this can serve as a, um, a guide to um, understanding geospatial considerations in a um, in a tech in a critical way. So um, alternative smart city and the idea of sovereignty. Um, it's important to understand state corporate version of the smart city seems to be far from a panacea for cities. Um, need to think beyond critiques of techno-capitalist developments and instead to imagine an alternative regime of spatial production that contrasts within with the familiar narratives of automatic production of space. So we don't have, we don't want to create an automated production of space and techno elitism, elitism governance. Um, but these are happen to be the familiar narratives and we have to think beyond the production of black boxes. And I'll tell you in a second what that means.
So the, again, um, how do we re, how do we empower ourselves to be able to use technology in a way um, that it's more equitable? So creating smart cities. Um, this is a book by Rob um, Kitchen. Um, it has stated um, necessity of three things: uh, reframing, reimagining, and remaking smart cities. Again, reframing, reimagining, and remaking smart cities. Um, to more frequently, more emancipatory, empowering, and inclusive. Um, idea of sovereignty, what does this mean to him? Well, he suggests that developing technological sovereignty among citizens in order to demystify the black box of platform as urbanism at the local level. Um, so a lot of times um, you're not shown what is going on. All you see, all you see in the sovereign in the in the platform is um, just what they what the company or um, want you to see. But to be able to create um, applications and these are all very much um, you have the ability to create this in um, ArcGIS. Um, but to, how to how to teach citizens to take control of that um, in, a, in a grassroots way um, so that a local level intervention can be created uh, from the framework of a um, global model. So there, there are very a lot of um, very differences to be able to uh, um, understand geospatial context better. Uh, how to cons how to achieve technological so sovereignty? Um, technological sovereignty is about possessing the authority and ability. So making decisions about production governance and implementing digital technology in an urban environment. And then emancipatory urbanism with a bottom-up approach. Um, so this has to be a um, grassroots approach and countering tech capitalist model. Um, so by understanding some of the um, geospatial contexts um, on the local level, um, we can then um, create an emancipatory urbanism around it. Um, not too many, too many more ideas, but the idea behind um, sovereignty over data by citizens is that not only does technology align to the urban democracy agenda, but it can also be directed better to align to the real problems in particular urban areas. So uh, there you have it. Um, this is the references, but um, there were a lot of different concepts that were uncovered here. To, um, I, I hope um, this has provided um, some information for you to apply in your geospatial research um, so that this can then um, demystify and um, re reshape and reframe um, your understanding of uh, geospatial technologies. Thank you for listening.